Welcome to the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Salmon, Certified Holistic Health Coach and author of You Can Afford to Be Healthy. And this podcast looks at a holistic approach to health from a multi-generational and multinational perspective of women of color. Today we're talking about why young children are dealing with obesity. Okay, word on the Good street. Subject. Yeah, it's an important structure, important subject. Word on the street is that a baby's gut microbiota may predict future obesity. So we talked about this on the podcast before. The microbiome is basically all the bacteria in your gut. We're actually more bacteria than we are human DNA. So <laughs> we're just walking wow. bacteria. Yeah. So we have, we have good bacteria in our gut and harmful bacteria in our gut. And ultimately the foods that we eat help to proliferate the good or the bad, depending on what we're eating. Right. Right. So, um, research was presented last month at the American Heart Association's Epidemiology Prevention Lifestyle and Cardiometabolic Health Conference. And what they've said is that gut bacteria and body mass index may play a role in weight issues later in life. Disruption in the gut microbiota can lead to low level inflammation, which of course makes sense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Because we know if we're eating unhealthy foods, it's causing chronic inflammation, low level that we little by little, we're we're not really noticing maybe on the day-to-day, but you look after 12 months, five years, you know, Mm -hmm. we're noticing issues start to creep up on us, right? So we're all dealing with low level information, which can contribute to weight gain and obesity later. So the Mm -hmm. CDC, uh, which is the Center for Disease Control, they reported 13% of children ages two to five are suffering from obesity. Mm -hmm. 13%, you know, that's the whole black population of this of this and country black well not just black i i, I think um it's no but it's, i'm saying uh, black people black people make up 13 percent of the united states population so when you think about right. the black population that's 13 percent to give yourself a visual mm-hmm. so the cdc is saying that 13 percent of children ages two to five are suffering from obesity you know yes uh, two to five and um babies yeah and uh, bacteria um i think sometimes it most of those things come from giving the babies too much processed food at too much of a young age mm-hmm. you understand like you know the, the bottle food you know like food in a bottle or they preserve baby food and all that stuff like sam you didn't get that stuff what did i get because and <laughs> I used to mash you, you cook the carrots or cook the potato, mash them. Was that a Jamaican thing that was brought over or something? No. Um, sorry, you don't mind if I adjust this. Sorry. No, I don't mind. It's not a Jamaican thing. What it is, it's a um it's just a right thing. It's just common sense. Like mm-hmm. it's not like we bring it here and do it. We're not used to bottle food in Jamaica. We used to cook in stuff. And, and prepare it for the babies fresh. Mm-hmm. We don't take things from bottle that preserve and give the babies. You know, when our when babies growing up in Jamaica, they're very crony looking. We call them crony, you know. 
they, they're not fat looking babies you know i mean if they do get if they look fat they when they're growing that all that is stretched out yeah. you don't have no baby five-year-old waddling but nowadays you can see them right right but you used to eat carrots you see everything that you see on the shelf but it was freshly made Cooked and crushed. Cooked and crushed. Because all you need is a fork and a bowl. That's all. A fork <laughs> and a bowl. And, you, and you, you put your little stuff in there, your little milk or whatever you want to smooth it out for the baby, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But bottles food is not something I used to go in the store and buy. At all. The only time you eat bottle, the only time you eat bottle food, I remember, is if we travel in long distance with you on the road when you were a little, but, um, you know, when my kids were little, because same for Chucky too. We ne I never, she wasn't a bottle food baby. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I know that with the processed food that can do it, because I remember they used to talk about the chicken, the chicken, when kids eat chicken. And I heard that before from a member of our family. She was upset because she started to get breasts and, and she was told that it's because she eaten chicken and because they pump up the chicken with all these antibiotic stuff in there and she she think that the chicken caused her breast to get big you know so mm -hmm. i know mm -hmm. that those are things that can cause kids to be fat yes so i'm wondering because you said when i was a baby i didn't get bottle food because mm -hmm. my nanny made me fresh food so like when you had your first child you didn't have a nanny so how did you manage giving him fresh food it was very easy because remember, um, mom helped me with Chuck and mm. Chuck eat table food. Chucky grew up on table food. Whatever we eat, Chuck eats it. Everything was crushed and given to him. So, And I remember we're from Jamaican parents. That's yeah. how they grow their kids. So, you know, that's what I was asking, like, you know, because I'm that's what I'm thinking, because, you know, it's it's important to know because we're having this conversation now in communities of color around decolonizing the diet. And so I, it's really interesting to me, like, you know, the American way is to bottle feed and buy formula, but you come with your own, you know, ancestral cultural lifestyle yes. to continue this thing that we now know is actually the healthiest way to eat. You know? Yes, yes, because even, even we as an adult, and I don't know much you can remember, we are traveling on the road. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody likes to stop and get some of that dirty food. I call it dirty food. You know, don't, don't I don't want nobody to hold me to that. I don't mean the food is unclean. We just call it dirty food because you didn't fix it in your kitchen. That's why we call it dirty food. And some people love it. You know, I used to love dirty food because that's mm -hmm. what I call it when I'm traveling. I need some dirty food. Mm -hmm. But when we are traveling, we always fix our bags. We have everything to eat. The sandwich, everything is made. You know, you know what it is. We're living into we're living a lifestyle today where it's called a touch button lifestyle. You touch a button for everything, and this yeah. is where we we become a very um, relaxed and we, we gain weight in the, around the waistline because we sit a lot. We don't move. We don't walk to the grocery store to pick up one and two items. We drive to the grocery store. Yeah, I would. I'm. A, I'm gonna say though that the system has created it so we could all be sick like this because like this um you know there's the entrepreneurs have this hustle mentality right which they need in the beginning to grind to get to financial stability and be and be profitable 
for the companies, the larger companies that have employees, they're working the employees crazy hours, you know, where they're stuck in front of computers 40 hour plus a week, 60 hours, some people doing 80, 90 hours. And you have CEOs that are, um, you know, endorsing this, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so when you're stuck working and you have pressures at work to produce, right? Um, Like making fresh food, it becomes difficult. But I think like with the with the pandemic and people working from home, some things have shifted and changed and there's a lot of burnout. So, you know, I'm hoping in companies right now that they're having conversations around how could we continue to do remote work? Cause I think with remote work, people have more flexibility to create self-care for themselves. And two, you know, um, people just like actually taking advantage of that and taking time out to take naps, to prepare these healthy meals for themselves and relieving the pressure. I think there's, there's, there needs to be work on both ends from like the companies that, you know, to actually invest in their staff by supporting Mm -hmm. healthy practices, encouraging people to take vacation, to take time off, take bathroom breaks, to go for walks, you know, and people actually not holding themselves um, hostage to their desk, thinking that working harder is gonna get them ahead and get them more money. And when actually the working smarter and actually taking care of your body is gonna work out better ROI in the long-term. Because any employer don't think that their staff need to be healthy is a stupid employer. Mm, Because if 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 you have healthy staff, you're gonna have some healthy income. That's it. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Because I know one thing, these companies, most of the companies and most of the jobs, they want brain power, right? It's yeah. not It's not so much physical labor, but it's the brain labor. And the brain can't work when it's tired and malnourished. That's no. what I know for sure. Because <laughs> you know what? My brain power for, for the job in the morning is a healthy breakfast. Yes. So, you know, you have to feed your brain in order for you to, to work. And if you if you do that healthy breakfast, you'll be on the job till all one, two o'clock and don't even realize you're hungry. And a healthy lunch, you know, yeah, which, means, which means minimal fat, you know, because for I think for most of us listening to this, too much fat in the diet makes oh, us yeah. not feel good, feel sluggish. Fried food, even if it's cauliflower. And I'm going to tell you from my personal experience, you know, I love me some buffalo cauliflower, but that fry and that batter, you know, it does not work. It doesn't work. I don't like fat. I don't, yeah, I don't like fat in cauliflower. I must tell you the truth. I'll mm. eat something fried, but not cauliflower. I like my cauliflower in the oven. I like yeah. roasted cauliflower. How do you roast yeah. it? What are you putting on it for seasoning and flavoring? So just like how you season your your um, Brussels sprouts. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> and my Brussels sprouts be good. I, I dream about I my Brussels sprouts. <laughs> because I don't stop fixing it that way ever since you gave me the recipe. I just yeah. love it. And it makes a beautiful, you know, you, you talk about a nice snack. It make a beautiful snack. Let me tell you, I want to show you something. I'm going to grab something real quick. Okay, hold on. So oh, this is not a product endorsement necessarily. This is just something I like. They're not paying me, blah, blah, blah. Okay. <laughs> so this Primal Kitchen buffalo, oh, buffalo sauce, sauce with cashew butter. 
let me tell you, get on this, okay? First of all, I'm gonna just say, I do like the company because they're, they're the, these people, this guy, Mark Sisson, okay? We don't agree on food, on food stuff, right? Because he's more of like a Atkins keto type of person. But what I do like about it with the thing with their primal, primal is all about whole foods. So as long as it's whole foods, mm. vegan, I'm all for it, you know, and there's no xanthan gum, which healthy dressings and sauces and stuff. They always put xanthan gum. Oh, that's, that's a sauce or this is an actual sauce and they use cashew butter in it. It's a buffalo sauce. Oh. So let me tell you the ingredients It's cayenne pepper sauce. So that in the cayenne pepper sauce is aged red cayenne peppers, distilled vinegar, salt, and garlic, right? Then there's cashew butter, avocado oil, organic garlic powder, and organic paprika. Bomb, okay? Let me tell you, yes, you can make your own buffalo sauce, but if you in a, in a rush or you just need something to like just throw something on, I love it. It's, like, <laughs> it's my current staple right now. It is so good. Where did you get that? I got it at Whole Foods, but honestly, check any of the stores. I mean, I, I see primal stuff in a lot of places. Um, yeah. But definitely Whole Foods definitely has it. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, put it, you know, Brussels sprouts, I think is like one of the best vegetables for seasoning and like roasting and things because it just absorbs when you eat it it just it has all mm -hmm. the flavor in it you know yeah i love it I but love that it. sauce that you just show it's good on cauliflower is it i put it on everything i put it on cauliflower oh. i even bought cauliflower um spaghetti and i use this and coconut aminos and just put a little bit oh like, they make cauliflower spaghetti they they have spaghetti now mom let me hold on let me show you <laughs> man you should have you should have your table set up I, I didn't know we was going to go here, but here we are. Can you see? Yeah. Cauliflower pasta. Cauliflower. Boy, I have to try that. From Veggie Crest. Yes. So, yeah. like I said, this is not a paid whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, wait, is the camera in focus? There we go. <laughs> um, yeah. But let me tell you what's in this. is vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, high protein for the people who care about protein. So the ingredients, the ingredients, there's only three ingredients. And this is what I tell people when you're buying packaged stuff, you want to make sure it's minimally, you know, processed stuff. You recognize no, you know, preservatives and all that. So yeah, because sometimes you have 10 or 15 stuff in there. Like right. what is the, all that? You know, yeah. and a lot of that stuff actually compromises the immune system. Um, right. so, so in this, it's lentil flour, pea flour, and cauliflower flour. <laughs> so they just took all the things and, and you know what, this is, oh, that. this is like, so for the people who are like, oh, but you're raw and you're eating cooked food. Let me tell you, raw foodies eat a lot of dehydrated stuff, which to me is no different than this, because why this is clean, right? It's pretty clean, given you know, our current diet. Right, they don't have, they don't have no, they don't have no lot of this ingredients. Is, in this it. is all, yeah, mm -hmm. only the three ingredients, and it's stuff you actually know and eat, like comes out of the ground, right? Lentil flour, pea flour, right. and cauliflower, right? And 
It's so how do you get flour? You basically have to dehydrate the food and just blend it. Right. Which is no different than what the raw foodies are doing. You know, the only difference, the only difference is that when you cook a food, right, you lose some enzymes. So what I do is when I'm ever I'm having this, like this is two servings in this box for me. And I always pair it with salad. So I get my raw stuff. Yes. That's what I do too. It's just like, it's just like you never get, you never get me to slice some bread and Mm -hmm. only eat special bread and you never get me to slice some bread unless I'm having a bowl of salad. Right, right, right. Because the worst thing for me to just chew bread by itself, I can't do that. I have to have a lot of greens. Yes. And I balance it with a lot of water, right? Because it's dehydrated. So you've lost the water content and you want to make sure your body's Mm -hmm. mostly water, right? It's mostly water and bacteria. Mm-hmm. So we need to feed the good bacteria. And this stuff, this stuff is fiber. And that's what the good bacteria wants. The good bacteria yeah. wants fiber. Right. Now, now I was asking before, but now, now that you tell me the ingredients, I see how they hold it together. Because you have to put flour to hold cauliflower together. Yeah. So now for you now, because I know you at home and you're Miss Baker and all the things, they have. Actually, I could act, I can act, I could actually make my own. Yes. <laughs> but the only thing with that is the cutting of the, this, the, they have, that's what I was going to say. They have pasta makers, oh, you know, like how Sam, you have, I can't, a, what? I can't go out and buy a pasta maker just of that once, once a year or twice a year. Well, you know, I mean, you probably have it more often. Too but... much things in the kitchen already. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still working on using the ice cream maker <laughs> the pantry now is holding kitchen stuff instead of food that don't make any sense <laughs> let's go on with the show yeah yeah but you know they have uh pasta made from cauliflower from lentils from chickpeas you know so there's a lot of options now you know what i could do because i went to done by the rolling pin i could do i could make that Mm-hmm. But I would use it to make lasagna, like a vegetable lasagna. Yes, Chris used to that's love what to I'll... make lasagna. I know, but and I'm going to do that. Yes, and let me tell you, cashews, I think, makes the most delicious cheese, like vegan cheese, cashews. It is just, right. it's so good. So, so if you're looking for a recipe, I would start there. And try With a cashew. Yes, look right. for uh vegan lasagna cashew and just and see what comes up when you do the search yeah i'm gonna try the cauliflower with the and with the the, the flour the buy the same stuff but have the rolling pin to roll it to make the um yeah yeah that's better yeah yeah so yeah so we were talking you know before we got into all the food recommendations um about you know the percentage of small babies basically suffering from obesity <laughs> 20% of children oh, high. 6 to 11 are suffering with obesity. That's the whole population. Yeah, 6 that's to high, 11, man. 20%, right? So this is an issue, right? So an infant's microbiota, basically the gut bacteria, can be affected by environmental factors. So we talked about the diet, but also the environment, right? Where do they live? The products that are being used. I want to do an upcoming episode on specifically Black women and our hair care products and how they cause cysts in the ovaries. 
um, these things, you know, and I know as a black young girl, we're using a lot of products in our hair. Some of us are even mm -hmm. putting perms in our hair because it's yeah. easier for the parents to manage or whatever. You're talking about six to 11, mm -hmm. they're already having perms, you know? Um, so all of this matters. All of this affects the gut bacteria because we absorb stuff yeah. through our skin, right. through our lungs, and obviously through our mouth. That's one of the reasons why you say I don't color my hair no more. I don't color my hair because I feel like at this stage of my, at um, my age, I don't, because if you color your hair, whatever color you put into your hair, get into your bloodstream. Right. And I don't want anything in my blood than what's supposed to go in there. I need more <laughs> oxygen than anything in there. I don't yes. need chemicals. Yeah. Oxygen for sure. Yeah. And yeah. I wanted to highlight, I have the book here since we're doing show and tell today, <laughs> but I took the cover off, but here's the spine. Fiber feel, yeah. By Will Bolshewitz. I think that's yeah. the name, Bolshewitz. Yeah. Yeah. He talks about this in fiber field, of course, like how to minimize the good, the, the bad gut bacteria and support the good bacteria with fiber. And I just right. want to highlight when we talk about fiber, all plant foods have fiber, meat, dairy, eggs do not have fiber. Okay. <laughs> they don't have fiber. They have saturated fat, which causes heart disease, type two diabetes, stroke, high cholesterol. Yes, chicken is still bad. It creates animals, create cholesterol. You are an animal. You create your own cholesterol. You don't need to consume cholesterol exactly. from other sources. Exactly. Right. That's why That's my, my cholesterol that's why my cholesterol remain what it is from the get-go until now. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because flesh don't give fiber. Yep. Yeah. Yes. And we need to catch these things early when it's easier and can cause less issues down the line. So I have a resource. When you click on the link to the show notes, we went through, um, I believe it's like uh, day 20 of the 30-day Raw Vegan Challenge. We go into raw with children with the step-by-step -step on how to help your children eat cleaner. So you can sign up for that challenge. Right. It's completely free. And I just wanted to mention too, it was also reported that there was a significant increase in the number of cases of new onset type two diabetes among children during the first nine months mm -hmm. of the COVID-19 pandemic. Did you hear about that? Yes. Especially yes. among boys and black youth right? So we're location, talking about- Location, location, location. Yes. yes. And according to a retrospective analysis of data from the Children's National Hospital in Washington, D.C., new cases of type 2 diabetes increased by 182% in the first year of COVID-19 of the pandemic compared mm. with the prior year. And there was also a large increase in diabetic ketoacidosis and hyper hyperosmolar DKA, very difficult to read, but basically both of those things are just complications from type two diabetes. So type two diabetes, let's say again, what it is, right? Cause we can't talk about it enough. What is it? What causes type two diabetes? Can you tell me Ma? Remind the people. Um, what, what, <laughs> what causes it? Yeah, what is it um, and what causes it? By not eating the right food. 
but what is it? What's type two diabetes? Type two diabetes is basically your your pancreas works. The role of the pancreas it it emits insulin, right? So anytime you eat food that has a need to digest any sugars, right? Now sugars are in plant food. Sugars are in processed food. Sugars in almost but you have food. good and bad sugar, though. You have good and bad sugar, but refined sugar. That's it. Is, is the one that is the problem. So what's, but what's happening, right? So I can eat refined sugar. Yes, I'm going to have some issues with, you know, my mood and my mental state, but it doesn't cause type 2 diabetes in me, right? At this point, because why? Type 2 diabetes, your pancreas works when you eat something that has, um, has glucose in it, any kind of sugar demands, the insulin is secreted in the bloodstream and it helps to usher the sugar into the liver and muscle cells where it does its work, right? Because the body needs sugar. The brain actually runs on sugar, right? But when you have type two diabetes, the insulin is being secreted, but there's so much fat in the liver and muscle cells, the insulin can't get in there. So the sugar is stuck in the right. bloodstream which is why they say you have high blood sugar, right? Because the sugar is not right. getting into the cells where it needs to get into. It, so It's that, not moving, right. Exactly. So what's the issue? It's that fat in the liver and muscle cells, which is why people are able to reverse and prevent type 2 diabetes by eating a whole foods plant-based diet because saturated fat is coming from the animal sources we're talking meat especially chicken especially fish yeah right we're talking eggs we're talking dairy right this stuff causes type 2 diabetes dairy actually causes type 1 diabetes according to the research because it's causing an autoimmune condition that's what type 1 diabetes is type 1 diabetes is when your pancreas cannot even produce the insulin Mm. right so your body starts to you know break down and attack itself. right so so is that why <laughs> because the liver have so much fat so fatty liver can cause somebody to be obese then now how you get fatty liver disease right that's oh, diet okay. onset that's because most the majority of people that i know that have type 2 diabetes they're overweight yes the majority like you could actually look at somebody and tell them, you have diabetes? Like, you know, you're not asking a question. You're really making a statement mm -hmm. because you see how they look, you know? Yeah. Wow. And yeah, it some, does, the some skin people, have a different look too. Yeah, some people are lucky enough. Um, I don't know what the stats are, but some people are lucky enough to get to overweight and not get type 2 diabetes. But, you know... <clears throat> And yeah, but they get heart condition. There's heart condition. You know, it really depends on like what you're eating, you know, and how overweight you are too. If you don't get heart condition, if you don't get diabetes, you're going to have knee surgery because you're, you're, it's too much weight on the knees. So it's, it's best that you try to maintain a proper weight. Yeah, yeah. By maintaining a proper diet. Right. Overall, it's good. It covers everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, this article that I was reading was saying that the changes in the number of cases and severity of presentation of these issues dispropor disproportionately impact non-Hispanic Black youth, calling attention to the potential for the pandemic to worsen 
pre-existing health disparities. But instead, I would say, instead of saying disproportionately impacting Black youth, I would be real and say systemically impacting Black youth. Because honestly, if you think about the Black youth you know in your life, right, what kind of stores are in their neighborhood? Is there a health food store? Are there any carts no, and cabinets? We, selling fruits we and did salads. so much podcast. <laughs> exactly. So this we disproportionately. Did so much this. I know. That's, that's the whole thing. The language means so much because when they say disproportionately, and maybe, and I, I will say that, you know, if you heard me say this and write this in the past, I'm, I'm sorry. I have now learned this is not the right way to articulate this because it, it makes it look like Black people have some kind of inadequacies or something, when actually the, the system has created a sick care system, you know, that's led to the situation we now have. We need to fix right. it. Yeah, but we have, a, we have a responsibility also as consumers though, because I mean, when I go to the store, sometimes I even talk it out loud, you know, like, how comes you don't carry this? And, and I say it all the time, because I said to I said to him, how comes you don't have this? Nobody never asks. I said, well, I'm asking now. You think when I come back here next time, you'll have it? They say, oh, we can't buy it for one person. I said, well, that's why I go to Whole Foods and I go to Trader Joe. I make that statement. So if everybody <laughs> walk in the store and make statement like that, they'll get the message. Yes. My we are, we are, you know what it is about blacks, and I hate to say it, and hope nobody don't shoot me after this. We are very apologetic, very apologetic, and we are very, we compromise too much. And this is not a time when we should be compromising because we're spending our hard earned money to survive. So we should really demand what we want. Give you us know, that choice. Honestly, I didn't know that talking to the store to ask them to provide a thing was even an option oh, yeah, until, until you told me you did it oh, yeah. <laughs> right on this podcast i think all when i don't need this stuff i go in there so how comes you don't have organic this and organic that yeah. i'm just make you know because somebody have to say something yeah and it's it's when you told me i started saying yeah let's all do that because like <laughs> you know i think knowledge is power that's why this podcast is so powerful because you just don't know what you don't know. And sometimes and you need I, to- I just hope that our new administration in the government would just put a tap in it like, oh, you know, just like, oh, they tried to bring the healthy food to the children and stuff. Yeah. Um, my glasses, I'm, I'm sweating so much, my glasses falling off. <laughs> All that cayenne pepper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's hard here. Yeah, they, they, they bring in healthy food to the schools. So now they should more focus on the organic for everyone. Yeah. Everybody need to, you know what I'm saying? It's like, now that we find out what making the kids them so fat, we know that. We know that that's a contributing factor to it. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. what the mother eat when she's pregnant also. What she feed her baby. Yeah. And you know, we hear parents a lot say they can't afford fruits and vegetables. We've heard that, right? Now we've discussed priorities and choices, right? budgeting right so there there is that at play the budgeting part which i'm telling you if you get my yeah. book you can afford to be healthy i go through all of that so you could get your finances right and find the money for your healthy foods right but for 
for the yeah. parents, like obviously this book is not for anybody who's below the poverty line. And those people have right. babies and they all deserve to eat healthy as well, you know? And you wanna know something, healthy food, uh, I think junk food costs more money though, because mm -hmm. I, I do the tests. I do the tests and the healthy food will last longer too. I do the tests and I went out and I bought the back of a pack of blue chips that has, it's vegan, it's um, organic blue chips. And I use it at, and it was a big bag. And I did the test because you have to, first you have to start with yourself to really know things can work. And I had that in the house and they were, I had, I left with no choice because that's what I bought. Mm -hmm. Now, when I went out the second time, I make sure I bought grapes, apple, banana, and cherries, because this is cherry season. So when I go to my kitchen, I have a choice of something yeah. healthy. So you can do the test yourself and see, and, and you feel so guilty when you eat the chips. It's like, uh, oh, you know, I shouldn't be eating it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can do the test yourself. Test yeah. yourself and see how you feel if you have a conscience. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's lots of areas for opportunity above the poverty line, below the poverty line. Below the poverty line, this is where we really need to engage with like our political, you know, officials and like doing policy mm -hmm. work, actually voting for people who care about healthy food and being preventative exactly. when it comes to care. So we can kind of curb, you know, when they was talking before in the pandemic to curb the, um, the curve, like lower the curve or something like that. What uh -huh. was the terminology they were using? Flatten the curve. That's what Flatten it was. It, yeah. Flatten, Flatten the curve. Yeah. We could have flattened the curve if we was investing in organic fruits and vegetables instead of hormone injected chicken and beef that always and stay subsidized and that's and corn with all these chemicals that actually go into making cheap, unhealthy food that make people sick that put them in the hospital. It actually costs our country billions of dollars. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they can't I, even find they 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 put all this money in the uh in the army budget or the defense budget. Mm -hmm. So they care about defense, but we can't even find people to go to the army because everybody is they're dealing with obesity. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Yes, during COVID, they were encouraging people to work on their immune system, right? No, you don't hear nobody talk about that no more because they think we're getting over that. But some people stop. And, and to me, they were actually encouraging them to eat healthy. Mm -hmm. No, you don't even hear that no more. You know, like, okay, we're over this now. So we can't go back to our, what they call normal, yeah. which is we can't go far back from there. being normal. Right. No. It's That's sick. behind us. Yes. That's no turning back. No turning back. So we just... Uh, we need to turn over a new leaf and try and see what we can do for ourselves. Let our voices be heard that these people can do the right things by us because we are spending the money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's it. Save our children. If children is our most precious resources, what are we going to do for them? It don't make sense to just continue educate them intellectually and they're not educated on their health. It's supposed to be a, a combination of everything to get, you know? Yeah. They have to learn how to eat properly. Yeah. The parents have to learn how, learn how to take care of the kids in the right and proper way. Don't every time you have them in the street getting them these 
potato chips and these processed food and all that stuff. No, let your kid have a healthy meal before they leave home. 